space so powerful it allows an ordinary fan to share a chair with the owner of the team. A platform where supporters understand intricate details of players' rights. A setting that bridges the gap between the dressing room and the grandstand. A space where tactics meet opinion, transfer news meet gossip, and the VAR system meets social media. A space for the football tribe. Le Coco, la space. Good evening, good evening. Welcome on another bump edition of Le Coco La Spacey. It is a beautiful Tuesday evening and I'd like to apologize for so Thursday evening. Hey, yeah, no, I'm, I'm still stuck. I'm still stuck into what happened on, on Tuesday. I'd like to apologize about what happened on Tuesday where one of our guests had to cancel. These things happen and I'd like to apologize. I'll make sure that it doesn't happen in the future. Uh, with me to, uh, this evening, I have the privilege of having a co-host She's been a co-host before, but I felt that with the guests that we're having this evening, it's, it will be important to include and, and kind of drive this ship together. Madam Chair, welcome to Le Cocola Space. Thank you so much, Cox. Uh, good evening. And thank you for having me when you're hosting one of my favorite human beings. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know she's she's your fave and... You know, I, I felt that it would be such an opportune moment to have you here because uh, there's a, a couple of questions that you still wanted to hoi her away and, you know, get it get it and over, over and done with. Yeah, no, you know, I, I, I'm a big, I'm a big, big fan of Ausimpo. Um, so anytime I get to have a conversation with her, I grab the opportunity with both arms. All right, um, Paul. I'm throwing you the mic. Uh, I don't know why you're not catching it. I, I would assume that you're not great guy at playing cricket. But yeah, uh, I'm going to try again. Please do catch the mic. <laughs> You've been here before. You know the procedure. And anybody that would like to engage, you know how it is. Today, we're going to be tackling a lot of issues. Uh, issues that you guys feel that are important. Yes, we will be discussing the block button. That famous block button. We will be discussing that. So... Don't be shy. You're more than welcome. Uh, as usual, we're going to be having a chat. Uh, first hour, we'll try and get to know our guest. And the last 30 minutes, I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to try and engage with, with our guest. Mpo, I see you caught the mic. Uh, finally, welcome to the space. Why am I scared? <laughs> you tell me. Why am I scared? Why am I feeling like I am going through, I'm about to go through 60 minutes of being grilled? God be with me. Amen. <laughs> no, no, no. If anything, man, we're going to have fun. Uh, I, I promise you, I can guarantee you there's going to be lots and lots of fun where we try and learn about you because you're, all, you're always on the other side man, of the mic. I know, right? Mm. Like, it's so boring. Mm. But yeah, it's uh, thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. And uh, please don't promise or what happened on Tuesday might never happen. Or you are gonna try and make sure it doesn't happen. You know, even in in proper broadcasting, and I'm using the word proper in inverted commas, mm. radio, television, it happens where your guests will drop you, and you must just you know either you can the interview or you have plan B. So these things are gonna happen. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, because 
next time back or marale koko you said <laughs> no 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 so 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 the reason i'm promising is because if there's one thing that i do and i and i intend on doing is learning from my lessons so i'm gonna line up plan b and plan c going forward so the show yeah, must go I'm on going to tell plan b or plan b so <laughs> if my plan a doesn't go do- <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, welcome to the space. Anybody that would like to engage, remember hashtag Lekogola Space is what you need to use and put on the timeline. Criticism, comment, question, more than welcome. And you may DM Madam Chair. I think Madam Chair, we're cool with you being DM'd. Ne? Yes, it's okay, Cox. Uh, they can DM me. Cool. So, Madam Chair's DMs are open, but yeah, give it DMs are question for for Mpone and nothing else i'm just putting it out there don't take this as an opportune moment to to shoot your shot uh all right Mpo, i think we 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 can get it started man let's i've been looking forward to this uh let's do this i saw you but Cox, yeah don't even let me creep. oh sorry 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 so. i'd like to apologize carry on uh you have take take your time you have your time i'm sorry no, it's fine. Evening, Austin. For how are you? I'm good, and you? I'm good, thank you. No, Cox, it's fine. I greeted. We can go ahead. You greeted your fave. Let's move. Uh, Austin, first, you know, first questions are usually tricky, but uh, when I'm gonna be lenient with you, you get you get paid basically to talk. Ne? Uh, can we agree on that again? Apparently. Yeah. So with this apparent situation where you get paid to talk where does this come from because we're not growing up you were such a quiet human being a bookworm to be specific when uh, who have you been talking about talking to about me <laughs> please answer the question Asim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can see you have inside on info um yeah growing up i was a very quiet um child who loved to read books i'm I still am. I'm, a, I'm, I'm quite an introverted somebody. I'm very shy, something that people generally seem to not grasp because I've become so talkative. Um, but I think the talkative side of me came with me gaining a little bit of confidence as the years were going by. So as I got confident, I just, you know, engaged with people and I realized that I'm actually quite an opinionated somebody. I did public speaking in high school and that, yeah, got me to enjoy expressing myself and expressing my opinion. And the opportunity to get onto radio came about in 2004 when I met DJ Fresh. And yeah, the rest is history. So I don't know. I... I guess it, it, it it's something that's Seems come to be with losing. confidence. Oh. Say that again. You back, you back here. Sorry, that was me. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's something that's come with experience over the years. That's how I ended up in broadcasting. Just khoratobua. Um oh. but khoratobua came with gaining the confidence over the years. But I'm still uh, a very introverted, shy somebody. You know that's that's very very hard to believe, but it's fine. Uh, you being an an introvert and you know you being a bookworm, I would assume that a lot of your opinion because you do have you you do have a lot of opinions. Uh, you're an mm-hmm. opinionated person, like you suggested. Uh, would I would it be right for me to assume that it comes from you reading a lot of books, like you said? It comes from me reading a lot of books, but it also comes from I guess having a father who 
always challenges you mentally because with my dad um everything you do you must justify you know it's not a matter of you do something because you felt like it um he wants to know the reason behind everything that you do and the thought process behind it so i guess that that also came from from that part of my life um having to literally be on your toes all the time <laughs> I don't know if that answers your question. But also let me explain. I am very shy. I'm very introverted. But I hide my shyness from talking a lot. Or through talking a lot. It makes perfect sense. I I I totally understand where you're coming from. So you you mentioned one very important human being, right? Uh with mm. who challenges your opinion and who wants you to pretty much back up what it is that you're saying and the reason behind your actions. Yeah. Uh I would this would would this person be the very same person that had influence in you your love of football to be more specific. Oh yeah. Um not to be honest with you till today Dombigaise. You know my father plays a has played a huge role in everything that has happened in my life. Um a lot of important aspects of my life have been modeled around my father and Yeah, he's the person who got me into sports because he would wake up in the middle of the night and watch boxing matches. Um but also he's a staunch and was and still is a huge staunch fan of Kaiser Chiefs. So um I would always, you know, on the weekends you would have my father and his friends gathering around the house uh watching games, you know, shouting at the TV and being all animated. And for me, I found that very fascinating. Like how can people just be so emotionally heightened because of this you know people kicking a soccer ball but as time goes on you know you start asking questions like okay you guys were shouting penalty what does that mean you guys are shouting offside what does that mean um and you start picking up the rules of the game as as you know they keep explaining and then you get the opportunity to go to the stadium and you understand that euphoria of being at a packed stadium and you know what it what there is at stake for the people who are all there to watch their favorite team play so my father literally his passion um ended up rubbing off on me when it comes to sport um although the boxing i i visit i'm not a big boxing fan but over the years i've come to like other sporting codes your cricket your rugby uh your netballs but yeah my my father my father literally is the reason I love sport. <laughs> I like how you you try and divert the attention and say he's a staunch Kaiser Chiefs supporter, but it's fine. I'll let that one slide. You don't want to take a But he is. Because, <laughs> but he is. <laughs> it's like I I would have assumed that because we are talking about the influence that he has had on you, it would be a collective effort. But I understand with the current situation as to what's happening with the team, you would want to distance yourself from it. <laughs> I was a fan of the team purely because of what I grew up with at home but as you get into the game especially from a broadcasting perspective you then start getting exposed to other teams on a regular basis and you start liking that team because they play um you know 
transition. You start liking that team because of how they implement uh, the counterpress or whatever the case may be. So you start liking different teams for different reasons. And I realized that I'm not really a fan of Kaiser Chiefs. I followed what my father liked. So right now, locally, I don't actually have a team that I support outside of Bafana Bafana. Um, because, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. But internationally, internationally, everybody knows I'm a Barcelona fan, I'm a Manchester United fan, and currently I visit PSG because of that messy love. But in terms of local affiliations, I'm not affiliated to anybody. You give me your jersey, I'll wear it. All right. No, that's okay. Um, I'd like you to make a mental note of that answer that you've given. Uh, I have a sneaky feeling that uh, you'll be pressed for an answer, but it's okay. Uh, Madam Chair, what do you think? <laughs> I actually wanted to make that note as well to say, Osimpo, you're actually putting yourself in a corner without realizing it because we're going to be very sneaky at some point in the space. With the corner really already, so I'm interested to know what Bring your answer will be. <laughs> But also, for, uh, you 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 speak about about the role of your father growing up, um, and I want to you know jump a few years, couple of decades maybe even, and say because you studied IT, right? What then was your father's reaction when you said, okay, no, dad. I did IT, but now I want to move into broadcasting and sort of leave this educational thing behind me. Yo, you know, to be honest with you, I come from an academic background, right? So my father is a degreed somebody. My mother is a multi-degreed somebody. Um, so education, academia has always been a, a huge part of my upbringing, right? Um, so just to, before I answer your question, let me take it all the way back. So after doing my matric, I decided that I wanted to be a chartered accountant and I went and I studied my BCom accounts. I did my first year, got a full scholarship because of my results. And after getting that full scholarship, I decided actually this is not what I want to do. So that did not go down well with my father because, you know, as a black person coming from a middle class family, when you got a full scholarship, it means, you know, my parents don't have to worry about paying for my school fees. But here I am taking that away and saying, eh, no, no, thank you. So on the last day of applications for information technology, my mother and I, who had never been to Vits uh, at the time decided we're going to get into the car and we're going to find this Vits and I'm going to apply for information technology. My dad was not about us. He was literally like, you two are on your own. Find it. I don't care what you do because I'm not happy with this girl. So we got into the car with my mom. We drove to Joburg and I applied for information technology. And as I said, it was the very last day of application. So even the lady who was taking my application said, listen, you might get in, you might not get in. But I still had in the back of my mind that, you know, I've got this full scholarship. So if things don't work out, I'll just go back to continue with the VCOM. Fortunately, I got in, studied, uh, and I started working in my third year um, of doing my national diploma in information technology. So after a couple of years of working 
at IBM um, in 2004, I then discovered broadcasting. <laughs> um, a friend of mine who was... Okay, uh, Mpo, yes. I'm very sorry. Uh, I'm going to be very rude uh, and I'm and deliberately so mm-hmm. because you're getting into a very interesting part that... I would like to just park it a bit because okay. we will get there. Okay. We will get there. Okay. So, uh, okay. what was your question? So, I know, no, that's fine. You've answered Tulukhelo's question. And I know Tulukhelo, you know, he, like, she, she, she pretty much fast tracked it a bit. Yes. I would still like to take it back, okay. not even okay. a lot, a lot rather. And say yes, you've mentioned your father, and you, you've mentioned the role that she that that he has played in in, in you being a broadcaster or you, in your love for sport. Mara surely, uh, you being a tomboy as well, kind of had an influence. Not even hey, um, me being a tomboy. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm still very much a tomboy. That side of me has never left me. I just, I, I just embraced my feminine side a lot more. Um, and that also came with age, but I'm still that girl who likes to hang out at home wearing just a t-shirt and sneakers or baggy pants and t-shirt and sneakers. I'm that girl. Um, and I think that's where my love of sneakers comes from, that tomboy side. Um, so no, uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that, but I was an athlete at school. I did the hundred meters and 200 meters. So at some point, we even petitioned the principal to start a girls' yeah. football team. And yeah, she didn't think that girls should be playing soccer. But if <laughs> I, I always ask myself if she had agreed what what my career would have probably turned out to be. I probably would have ended up as a footballer oh. versus a broadcaster. All right. Interesting, interesting. Uh, I don't usually do this, but there's a portion of a song that i'd like to play nempo and i'd like you to listen to it and i'm being very <laughs> deliberate when i play this portion okay i know uh, <laughs> like i like i said we we the aim is to have fun we, we we're going to try and get to know more about you and things that people don't really know about you and and i i find them very interesting so okay here goes and then you'll tell me Hore, uh, this song especially the art the person singing this portion of the song ne? You ready? Let's go. Hey, lekker, lekker fish and chips. Uh, tell me about this gentleman. Uh, why am I playing this song? You tell me. Uh, randomly. Playing... In the middle of an interview. <laughs> why are you playing this song? You tell me. All right. Um, so, so, so you, there's nothing that you... What's the meaning behind the song? I don't know. You Actually, the me. particular gentleman behind the song that is... I don't, guys. Okay, tell me. All right. Since uh, you you don't want to say, uh, maybe it's it's. I think it's. I'll take this moment and just high press you a little bit. This gentleman uh, that's singing the song. What's what's his name? Who Benny McCarthy? Yeah. Um, how many posters of Benny McCarthy did you have in your? <laughs> 
hey, this space is over. <laughs> I'm leaving. Bye bye. I did give you I did give you an option to tell us, but yeah, you choose you chose not to. So I shall ask the questions. Uh, Benny McCarthy. You you want to go there? Benny McCarthy. Growing up, um, I had a mm. massive crush on him. But then again, let's be honest. Who did not? In this space, I bet you a whole lot of women who are my age at some point probably had a crush on Benny McCarthy because he was the flavor of the moment then, right? So yes, I did have a crush mm-hmm. on Benny McCarthy, but that went ages ago. You know, now I respect him as the coach of Amazulu. I respect him as somebody who I I interact with on a professional level, partly on a non-professional level, but even then, it's not mm-hmm. even a crush level. It, it there's a mutual respect. Yeah, no, fair enough. So that's all I just wanted to know. That what's the correlation? What's the I reason for me playing that song? Who have you guys been talking you... to? No, no, no one. You know, uh, voters finest. Uh, we 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 having a chat. It's a random chat. I mean, you know, we 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 happen to have people who, are, who take interest in you being in the space and wanting to find out what it is. So so it's only it's only okay or it's only right for me to try and let them in on what it is that they don't know. You know. Behind the scenes type vibe. So yeah, all right. So we done we done we done with Benny McCarthy and yeah, we move on with that Benny McCarthy. I was just interested in that phase where oh, you had you his post. Did you want yeah, to know if I still post-tast. have a crush on him? No, I no, 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 no. I that one I, I know you do not, but I just I was just interested in that phase where you had that crush on Benny for I the longest of time. I can tell you who I, who I still have a crush on. Yeah, we, we were listening. Method Man. Like, for me, till today, that is my crush. Mm. Um, if anything were to happen and I had the opportunity, my partner would have to understand. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll, 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 let's move on a bit. Philophel, is there anything that you want to ask before I move on? Do you have anything on the timeline? Uh, not at the moment, Coco. Uh, we can keep going. All right, cool. Then we would then have to talk about the cards because surely if, if you know, you being a tomboy had nothing to do with you loving sport, cars has to come and play now and then that element of, of your life would play a role. Am I still clutching at straws? The cars, yeah. I would say it might have something to do with the tomboy side of me but at the same time i think it's it's a mutual appreciation of cars between me and my sister and my brother um because i i have two siblings um a sister who is five years younger than me and a brother who's 11 years younger than me but if there's one thing that we all three mutually love it is cars so over the years we've always shared a love of cars we've always shared information on the cars that we are liking at that particular point in time so when it comes to cars, um, that's something I grew up with, with regards to my siblings. Um, but also being one of Kokasi, you know, Kokasi, when you are a tomboy and you're hanging out more with the boys than you are with the girls, the one thing they will all love is, you know, the the, the kusheshe, you know, the, the CLS, the King, the GTI, you know, the, the VR6 um, type of vibe, you know. So that's what I grew up with. So from having liked cars 
to then wanting to get to know a lot more about what goes into a car um you know when they're talking about a talk what is that newton meters what is that uh you know if if you're talking about a car going from zero to 100 what does that mean and then going from wanting to know about it from a theoretical point of view you then get to a point where you want to know about it from a practical point of view because i've i've been driving since i was very very young uh because of hanging out with boys uh, and at some point my father then also took up the idea of teaching me how to drive properly because now you're learning how to drive kostrati and then from mm, knowing okay. how to drive then you want to know how to do your advanced driving so i've done multiple advanced driving courses so i i don't know my love of cars has just always been also from having a heavy foot because my father has got a heavy foot my mother has a heavy foot so you sort of learn to that's how you drive but now you want to drive properly so then you do the the courses <laughs> But cars are nice, oh, man. All right, speaking Driving of... Driving is nice, though. Yeah, no, no. Go, go. Very nice. nice, very nice. I know. I, I can concur. Uh, speaking of which, yeah. your most expensive traffic fine that you've got was speeding. I don't know. Would you like know. to share that? I honestly don't know. Um, is it because Deepaya or uh, you I just don't remember? So I think so. And here's the thing. I've never been arrested for speeding. I've never been arrested for drunk driving or anything like that but i was once arrested for doing 90 in a 60 zone which for me is like the biggest irony of my life considering the mm. speeds i've done before you know um but yeah for me that that's just ironic so i've spent a night in in jail for doing 90 in a 60 zone oh all right cool. uh, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna move move on swiftly to that one. So uh, this is a safe space now. Mm-hmm. Top speed that you've ever done? No, guys, yo, you want me to get arrested? Let's well, they can't go way. back let's and arrest you on a time machine. Let's just put it this way: I've driven at speeds where the dotted line becomes a solid line. Okay, yeah, all right. I think for for all these the the, the speed enthusiasts, you you'll understand you'll understand where it gets to that, you know. Uh, all right, we let's move on a bit now and then try and mellow it down a little bit. Your dislike for unkind people, Etlai. Um, I think it's because I'm a very I come across like a hard person, but I'm actually very sensitive. So that's why I don't like it when people are unkind. um because also i feel like all of us are dealing you know even those who look like they come from privilege and they look like they have cushy lives they are dealing in some way shape or form so i do not like any form of un- unkindness because of that um i just feel like if we if we spread a bit more love and kindness in the world life would be so much better So I think that like I say I I came I come across like very unapproachable and very um I know I'm always told I have a resting bitch face which is fine I think it's a protective mechanism on my side <laughs> um but I'm very sensitive All right. All right. All right. Uh you saying I have a resting bitch face is that what you think as well? No. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. No, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm the I'm the one I'm the one asking the questions and I'm the one asking the questions. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, let's talk about ink. Um your love for ink. Uh 
what's what is it all about where does it come from and why do you not why did you not feel the need to explain to the parentals that you whenever <laughs> got it too um my love for ink comes from the desire to express myself um the tattoos that i have i currently have 1 2 3 4 5 6 tattoos right and mm-hmm. even then i think i need more it's just a a, a way of me expressing myself because remember I, i did say that i'm a very reserved somebody um so i always want ways and secret ways of expressing myself and tattoos have become one of those so the first two tattoos that i got um was one a fairy which literally depicts the inner child of me that i don't want to ever die uh and then the other tattoo that i got was a dragon which is the strength within me that i never want to die and i always want to draw from also because being a firstborn child one is expected to always be strong you know you you can't oh. really fall apart because your siblings are always looking up to you your siblings are always looking to you for support so it's very difficult as a firstborn child to then fall apart so i always want to remind myself of the inner strength that i have and at whatever point i feel like the inner strength is gone i need to be able to remember that i can dig even deeper So those are the two tattoos that I got in the beginning. And the reason I didn't want my parents to find out is purely because um my parents are strict man and you know coming from black families you're not just going to walk into the house and say oh look I got a tattoo. Um so I hid it for quite some time uh, up until I convinced my sister to get a tattoo then she got a tattoo and then we had to hide her tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> became like a collaborative effort. <laughs> I'm such right. a influence. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I know I know I know I know. Uh so yeah, all right. Yeah, carry on, Paul. Carry on. Let me not stop you. Yeah, so so that 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 was that. After I convinced my sister to get a tattoo then I I felt like it was a little easier to then you know break it down to the parents because i'm not the only one that's going to get into trouble but even then um it it went down quite well with the parents there was no shouting or anything but i also i, I guess it's a tattoo it's permanent they can shout all they want it's not going anywhere all right thank you so much i was in for a it's a tattoo it's permanent so don't wanna hack it except for jelloraka iphone vaile vaile like rice how hambile hambile yabuye I want you to take us back to a story um Cox stopped you when you were busy telling us about how exactly you got into radio and I want you to to take us into how you got into 5FM why if I mean and first radio job and you're working with DJ Fresh how was that that experience and I want to then cue that in with a question from Mazola who then asked that um how much was your first salary and um has the industry gotten better should a young person want to follow in the route that you took sure okay um getting into radio so in 2004 while still working at IBM I met a young lady by the name of Debo who was a copywriter at YFM. So for those who don't know a copywriter are the people who actually put together the adverts that you hear on radio. So they write 
the words that you will hear being spoken by a voiceover artist. So I met Ndebu and I got interested in what she was doing. And one day she was like, no, try out, um, come try out the voiceover thing. So I then thought, I then did an advert for Choice Condoms um, with Zem Gorsi, who at the time was literally um, like the voice for, you know, voiceovers. So, so that first I was, voice I was, was amazing. When yes, are your first, your first ad, no advertiser, the condom? The condom, Mojo. Nekira, Choice Condoms. <laughs> <laughs> so I did a voiceover for Choice Condoms. We were meant to be a couple, myself and Zem Gorsi. And DJ Fresh was the voice of God. So the voice of God is that voice at the end. You know, this choice content brought to you by government, you know? Uh, so we did the coupley thing with Zam. Fresh came in and he did the voice of God. So that's how I got to meet Fresh. And then at some point, um, we kept in touch. And then I entered what they used to have, which was the office challenge, where they would basically ask questions it was a quiz and then if you get the answers right you then get to have lunch with him and Tato his co-host at the time so I won the challenge and I got to have lunch with them and then he said to me listen um we would like to we actually have a traf- a lady who does traffic but once a month for a week she goes away and within that week, we generally don't have somebody to sit in and do traffic. Would you like to do it? I was like, yeah, why not? You know, it sounds like fun. And it's in the morning. I don't have to be at work very early. So it's doable. So I would go in once a week, uh, once a month for a week, I would do traffic. And then at the point that Anissa had finished with her um, course that she was doing, she then decided she doesn't want to do radio anymore. And that's when the opportunity to join the team full-time came about. And I was like, I'm jumping at this chance because I want to do this. I mean, also at the time, YFM was like the biggest youth frequency ever. They were doing things that, you know, hadn't never been done on radio. And it was a massive opportunity. So I was like, I am jumping in both feet. I am going to do this. So in the mornings, I would do fresh breakfast or unrestricted breakfast at the time. From there, go do my nine to five, (laughs) you know, which was easy to straddle because I was in sales. So being in sales, I'm not really stuck to a nine to five as such. So it made life very easy. And yeah, that's basically how I got into radio. What was my first salary? My first first salary came in information technology when I was an intern and I was getting 2,500 rand a month. But back then, it was a lot of money. Um, But in terms of YFM, I was actually getting paid by DJ Fresh himself. The station was not paying me. And he was paying me 3,000 rand. Um, Have things improved over the years? Slightly. And I say slightly because these days, I feel like the opportunity to earn money outside of what you do on a day-to-day basis is there compared to us. So if you grow your name and you grow um, your following or whatever the case may be, you are more likely to get the opportunity to supplement your income and therefore make more money than what you are getting at your radio station or television station. Would I recommend people getting into broadcasting? Yes. If you are passionate about it, 
and you are willing to put in the work because it's not an easy industry to get into. It is not an easy industry to stay relevant within uh, because, you know, people, new people are coming up all the time. Um, and the, the broadcast space is shifting all the time. So you need to keep reinventing yourself as well and growing all the time. You need to be able to embrace different ways of doing things all the time you cannot remain stagnant um so yeah i would recommend people getting into broadcasting but only if you're passionate only if you're willing to do the hard work and also if you are not solely just chasing being famous because being famous in this country does not pay your bills it's not like hollywood where you can be famous for being famous and get endorsements purely because you're famous here you can be famous and broke so don't chase being famous Chase doing the hard work. That's it. I don't know if I've answered Profound, profound, <laughs> prof- profound, profound, profound. I feel like I'm having a hoosa moment there. But yeah, uh, Mpo, you were, talk- you were talking about YFM, ne? And, and then Fresh paying you your 3,000 rent, right? So there's a question that I want to ask you. It, actually, it's not a question. I'm just going to mention these words and then you tell me what, what comes into your mind. So it's YFM, Fresh Breakfast Show, and mangoes what's the story there what me being suspended oh my god who have you been talking to um so dj fresh was not there to host the show so dj small um stood in for him right um and it was small mm-hmm. and i can't remember who it was it was small myself and another person so at the time that the show was continuing, this one lady called in. In hindsight, it was really, really stupid. And I, it's a moment I regret till today. But at the time, it was funny. Um, not the incident, but how it, it, it just unfolded, right? So this lady calls in and she talks about how um, her, her boyfriend at the time had beat her up. And she says the only thing she can eat is a mango because of how it slides down her throat. You know, being with Smoo and being in that moment of silliness, we all just burst out mm. laughing, right? Not mm. being cognizant of the bigger picture, which is that this woman was saying she was abused. At the time, yes, we uh, sort of discounted that and we concentrated on what she said about the mango sliding down her throat. So we all packed out laughing and we were making fun of her about that particular small segment of the bigger picture, right? And we got suspended. But like I say, in hindsight, it was a very stupid, immature moment. And I regret that moment. And if I had the opportunity and that woman was listening, I would like to apologize because it really was immature and really, really stupid. And yeah, like I say, I, it's a moment I regret till today. Yeah, no, you know, I was impo- as you actually say the story, Linda, the first thing that stuck is the mango. So I actually don't blame you because, Linda, the one thing that stuck to me was the mangoes. Um, let's let's take it back to your career, Bidna. And now you go from, from radio, obviously, then uh, doing the traffic and then being a radio host. And then you move from radio to TV with the NFD show on super sport just take us through that the change the transition how different did you find it going from radio to then being on screen 
You know, it's so interesting. Um, I've generally been asked over the years, which one is easier to transition from radio to television or from television to radio? And having experienced the transition in both directions, uh, meaning that I went from YFM to radio, uh, from YFM to television, and then at some point I quit television and, you know, uh, no, at some point I was just solely television and then transitioned back into radio. I, I think it's easier to go from radio to television, purely because when you are on radio, you learn to become very comfortable with how you speak. You learn to utilize the the power of the mind. So you learn to be very descriptive in how you speak because radio is the theater of the mind. So if I am going to tell you that I am reading a book that is called Invisible Strings by Naledi Mashishi, I can't just say I'm reading a book by Naledi Mashishi. I have to tell you what the book is about. I have to give you a slight bit of the plot. So that's why it is then easier to move from radio to television so for me slotting in from i don't know man my career has always been so fortunate and i and i thank my ancestors and my guys all the time because when i transitioned from television into radio i was taken instantly i did one screen test and from that one screen test uh, i remember i was doing an audition at the same time as debuchomoloi and debuchomoloi was taken because of how i was you know interviewing him in that particular screen test so I got taken immediately and I loved it. You know, I, I loved the idea that now not only do I speak, but you can see me. So I now have to describe a little less, but I'm still enjoying the art of having to express myself. I love expressing myself, man. I love to talk. <laughs> I love no, to we've talk. got that one. Yeah. You, you love to talk and thank God you do it so well. And enjoy listening to you as well yeah um you are one person who has not then for lack of a better word boxed themselves into just being a sportscaster you you have managed to be versatile and you know to to be diverse and be a broadcaster in general uh Mm -hmm. in terms of of your career you did the afternoon show, the the lunchtime show at Power FM, which is one of my per- personal favorite shows, you do a lot in terms of broadcasting and not just as a sportscaster per- uh, specifically. How then do you maintain the balance between everything? Because surely it's not as easy as you make it seem. I think I thank where i started in terms of broadcasting for that because when i started in broadcasting i was doing lifestyle i was doing entertainment and then i transitioned into sports broadcasting on television but on the on the radio side i was still doing lifestyle and then i transitioned into just doing solely sports broadcasting but from that i then joined fresh on fresh breakfast and i became a sports broadcaster slash co-host even though the co-hosting was not official but that's what i was doing so then that brought me almost brought me back into the lifestyle side of things and how do i balance them i think it's a passion you know when you're passionate about something it it comes across because when you're fronting and you're faking what you're talking about you're faking your interest in things you're faking um the laughter you're faking the interviewing and whatnot eventually we see through that 
But if you're passionate about it and you're doing your homework when it comes to the guest that you're going to interview and you are in the moment, you're listening, you are following up with questions and and keeping the conversation, you can't fake that. So the nice thing about what I have been able to do on the lifestyle and the sporting side is maintaining that level of passion. My mantra has always been, if I'm not passionate about something, and there's nothing that is driving me from deep inside to do it, I don't do it because I, I don't like to pretend. So even with work, I've declined gigs that I feel like I'm not going to be able to do that because it's not coming from a passion point or I'm not ready for it. I, I am more than willing to decline that job. I want to do something that makes me want to wake up in the morning you know, look forward to doing the prep for it. Look forward to the interactions I'm going to have with people because that's another huge passion of mine. I love to interview people. Um, I love to talk to people and get to hear different perspectives on, on, on how people see life because I guess I feel like that's how you grow as an individual. You know, you can't look at life through one set of lenses. You must always be open to seeing how other people see see life because we all have different li- uh, lived experiences you know you can we can both walk the same journey but we will never see it the same way the same way we all watch the same football match but never see it the same way um so i feel like that's how life is and and for me that's what's anchored or rooted me in my in my broadcasting as well i i like to do things from a passion point and yeah and that's what's helped over the years all right interesting counter press i see you've requested and hesi lassie also requested i'm not ignoring you guys please just hang in there just 15 more minutes and then we're going to open the line counter press you'll be first in line please do, do not renege your your request and yeah we will we'll, we'll take those questions i also have questions from the timeline we will read those questions after the nine after top of the hour Hello, hello. All right, thank you very much, Cox. Uh, as info, you you mentioned you always stay real to yourself and you're not faking things. And in the industry that you're in, it's very easy because there's a whole job security. You know what I mean? And it's very easy then to just go with things because they pay. Um, how then do you manage to say, okay, I'm going to stay true to myself and do things that I enjoy? only things that I feel that I enjoy and they add value to me as a person and me as a career woman and letting go of all these other things that generally just don't speak to your brand Uh, and in the industry that you're in with the lack of job security and everything, how do you do it? Just, just I must say I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to work for a company for one that takes care of us right for instance during that hard lockdown where there was no sport for eight months super sport continued to pay us even though we were all sitting at home um so that that is one point that i'm very fortunate uh, about and i'm very grateful for but with that said um you know i know this is going to sound bad but when i do work i make sure i get paid well so that I am able to decline other jobs. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm making sense. Am I making sense? 
Yeah, when the queen of know your worth, you but also let's let's be honest. I'm cognizant of the fact that I've worked my way to get here. So if you want me and you want me to do quality work, pay me my worth. I've worked hard to get here. I have 17 years of radio broadcasting alone. Pay me my 17 years of hard work. You know, so yeah. that's that's sort of where I come from. Um, I. I, I, I think I've put myself in that position where when I do work, I, because I'm going to bring my 110%, I expect to be paid for that 110%. So that the next time when somebody says, please go juggle some balls, I'm like, no, I'm not a ball juggler. I can't do that. I'm declining. They're like, but we pay you 250. You're like, yeah, I get it. Not easy. Because not only am I not going to do a service to my brand, but I'm also going to do a disservice to your brand as well. And then the next time a proper ball juggler comes about, that person is now upset with you because, yeah, you went and you fetched people who doesn't even do this. So I, I, I feel like you need to know what you're good at. And once you know what you're good at, it's easy for you to then decline things that you know you're not good at. Because it's not just about me. It's also about the brands I work with. So if I'm going to work with you, you also need to get your values values worth. Otherwise, we're wasting each other's time. All right. Uh, interesting, Mitchell. Uh, you know, she's mentioning something about brand and, and being a brand herself. I'd like to ask this question, Mpohore. You took a very bold move when you left, you know, the, you, you left a world of sport and took it to the public broadcaster going home how big a risk was it for your brand with the benefit of hindsight of course i don't think it was a risk at all i actually think it was it was one of the best moves i i ever made because i know for a lot of people they say you are at the world of champions you've got all the different sporting codes um under you know at your disposal and 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 i don't argue that but let's not forget you cannot discount the power of the public broadcaster you cannot discount the reach of the public broadcaster so if you want to grow and put yourself at a different level and also have the opportunity to work at a national radio station that generally only comes with you being a part of the public broadcaster so i am happy i got to go to the public broadcaster because for me i feel at that time a lot more opportunities opened up for me and my name grew a lot more than it probably would have grown at Supersport. Supersport is the world of champion, but let's not forget, it is a niche platform. Whereas when you are broadcasting on the public broadcaster, you have 10 million people watching you. That's big. For the weirdest thing that I got to realize when I was part of Fresh Breakfast, I was known more for being on radio than I was known for being on television. That's just mind-blowing, you know? But it just goes to show you the power of the public broadcaster. You know, Saudi was not wrong when he said it is cold outside of the SABC. <laughs> you know, because the SABC comes with so many opportunities. But I am grateful to be back with Supersport because that then takes me to another different layer, a different level 
of my of my craft so in hindsight i am happy i took that stand and i moved to the public broadcaster because then it puts me on a different level being at supersport mm, mm, okay no i was impulsive eh actually <laughs> when i'm risking it but <laughs> you do calculated risk especially with your career because i see one thing you're not afraid to do is you're not afraid to try something and fail and when you when you when you take risks where you know the you know you are capable then it usually pays off and mm, i applaud you for that i must thank say you. thank you, you know, <laughs> We, 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 when you speak of your career, so you went to YFM and then you went to Supersport and then you're back at SABC and then you're back at Supersport again. And mm-hmm. when I connect the dots, there's a lot of networking taking place there. You know, yeah. you met you met DJ Freshy, we were at the Yadi Kondomo. Next <laughs> thing, you, you are on his radio show. You know what I mean? And you mentioned that you stayed in touch with him and um the importance of networking in this industry just take us through that oh the importance of networking you know funny enough i was having a conversation with an industry friend of mine and we were talking about how suddenly the new crop of presenters broadcasters whatever half of them haven't really put in the work but they like to think about famous they walk into a room and they think you must know who they are i mean I met DJ Fresh when he was absolutely famous but guess what what blew me away was the fact that he came and he said to me my name is Tato Sigwan not even DJ Fresh my name is Tato Sigwan that lesson I've taken with me till today I will walk into a room I don't care that you know me I will still introduce myself so that getting into a room and not assuming people know you is very important But with that said, when you do get that opportunity to impress somebody, do it to the best of your ability. People buy people. People buy an experience that you've given them. When I worked with DJ Fresh years ago, he enjoyed the fact that I was passionate. I put in the work and I was willing to go the extra mile. So if there's an outside broadcast that was happening, I was that person that would say, "Yeah, no shock. I will go with the team." whereas there are people who will say no but i'm just a sports person or i just do the traffic i have to be in studio no whatever it takes to make the show a success i will do it if it means we're broadcasting from mars hey we're going to mars for the next two weeks that's where we are <laughs> just to make sure the show is a success i am that person that will go the extra mile people buy people but also like like you 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 are saying the networking over the years because i have had the opportunity to work at um, on amazing shows with amazing broadcasters on amazing uh, platforms i've had the opportunity to meet people and even though i might not contact that person that moment but i've made it a point to try and stay in touch and stay in touch is every once in a while hey i saw on twitter it's your birthday happy birthday how was your day You know the little things. Oh, listen, I see your brand is working on such and such a project. All the best on that. You know, I'm not saying I want to be on the project, but I recognize what you're doing and I'm just saying to you, I'm sending love and light to you, you know? So for me that is that's important to stay in touch with decision makers, to stay in touch with people who are change makers because 
also we're not married to our jobs today i am with Ostrolo on a space tomorrow she is the head of unilever one day when i want to do something and collaborate with unilever guess what i've stayed in touch with Ostrolo i can i'm able to pick up the phone and say Ostrolo i heard you are now with unilever this is what i would like to do can we have a meeting and collaborate on abc and d it makes those things very easy to do but if wena you walk into rooms and you think they must know me ah they look at you and they're like mushebe you know what i mean <laughs> yeah you don't want to be that person you know you mentioned you mentioned some very important and valuable things but I, i want to bring it personal because we're almost at the top of the hour and we're going to allow speakers to come in and ask their questions mm-hmm. i want you to take us through your personal journey of growth from that girl who did five minutes yeah traffic to <laughs> a woman now who headlines her own shows who who is basically rocking it that growth for you career-wise how has it been like my career has been an amazing journey um for one i always assumed that i would i would be in the information technology space forever and a half um but to have taken that risk to say i am in this job you know working with in this multinational company and but i am this is not what i want to do anymore and i'm going to use the buzzword yeah covid i'm going to pivot and go into broadcasting and i'm going to give it my all and see who it feel like i and over the years being a teachable somebody because that's another thing i've i've had to learn put your ego aside and when somebody says you know you're a great broadcaster but if you worked on abc and d you could be an even better broadcaster but also be able to put your ego aside and go to other people and say i see you are good at abc and d can you help me that makes you grow so much so i'm i'm proud of my journey i'm proud of some of the things i have achieved over the years i mean i pinch myself at some of the things that i have achieved over the years um and i i literally have to step back and say you did that you know but even at that moment of me pinching myself i need to remind myself that i still have a long way to go there is so much that i still want to achieve and for me what's most important is to put my head down and put one foot in front of the other you know just keep it moving you know always keep it moving because the moment you sit back and start looking at your accolades you are not going to move forward because now utamaka reverse and now utamaka reverse with chaisa at some point so you need to just say okay fine i acknowledge all my achievements i'm grateful for all my achievements but what is next what's the next goal where are we going what are we what do we want to achieve and that's that's where i'm at right now i want to achieve the next thing i want to be because another thing that i've hated about the industry um for one I was the first this the first that I want to get to a point where we get rid of that where being the first this the first that is not a big deal I want mm. to open I want to open up the industry for women I want to see more women in 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 sport um and not because they're pretty faces but because they're good at what they do so this thing of being the first this the first that can it, it we need to open up all these spaces the first to defeat 
and then we all get grinding we all get working mm-hmm. the pie is big enough for everybody you know we can both do the same thing but we'll never do it the same way mm-hmm. a mandala a mandala <laughs> a mandala indeed uh, <laughs> you know i find it a bit ironic with what i'm about to touch on right now because you're talking about putting one foot in front of the other mm-hmm. Uh, is that what you, is that what you had hoped you would do uh, the day you fell during the live <laughs> broadcast? How do you know about that? <laughs> My gosh, Nikogo. I, I okay, I I bow down to you. You've done your homework on me. <laughs> yes. Um so I fell during a World Cup broadcast. Um but fortunately we were on a graphic. Um so people were looking at statistics when I fell. Mm. And the only thing that was heard was Kuku and me going, oh. And then I continued reading. <laughs> and then after I continued reading, I walked to my chair. I sat down on my chair. The camera came to me. I did my link. I finished. We went to an ad break and I burst into tears. Because I was in that much I I'd like to say, I would like to say sorry for that. I know it happened a long time ago, but I'm I'm very sorry for what you experienced. Uh yeah, I just wanted to highlight that I wasn't trying to be malicious or anything. I just oh, felt no, that these things it's happen. important. No, these things happen. Yeah, and, correct. And, I mean, there was a time, you know, rest in peace when Tabo uh, Manyapelo passed away. I was actually meant to do a whole link and we do the intros and the whatnot and the whatnot and then at the end just before the ad break we were going to announce that Zabomanya Bilo had passed away but then the producer had this genius idea that I need to do the tribute to CC at the beginning of my link so you can imagine now I'm trying and after that, mm. I must still continue with the link. So the link was a very tearful link. Uh, not the best of experiences. But these things happen. You know, you need to sort of kokumoya and be like, we're here now. We, we are crying in front of the nation. And it is what it is. Mm. Mm. It, it is what it is indeed. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's the beauty of life, of live TV as well. Yeah. So I'd like to, this top of the hour, anybody that would like to request, uh, you're more than welcome to do so. Counter press, uh, you retracted your request, you may come back, my brother. And don't forget the questions on the timeline, I see them. We're going to ask them just now, now. So send those requests, we'll get it started. There's a bit of a game that I want us to play, Aosimpone. I don't want a long story. Uh, we're just going to ask you two questions and you'll give us, it's a multiple choice, pretty much. Okay. So... If you're ready, then uh, we, we can get it started. Madam Chair, I think she's ready. So you just give us an answer. We give you an option. Between two, you choose one, we move on. Cool. No explanation, nothing. Cool. Cool. Yes, first thing that comes to your head. So, gin or vodka? Gin. Koloko uh, Tobejani or Jacob Sakala? Jacob. Serie A or Bundesliga? Bundesliga. Messi or Ronaldo? Messi, any day. <laughs> Pep or Mourinho? Mourinho. FNB or Moses Mapira? Moses. Hiking or fishing? Neither. <laughs> <laughs> All right, TV or radio? TV. Shekana or Amy Falku? Oh, that's a hard one. Oh, Tommy. <laughs> we said don't think about it. Tommy. 
right. Uh, horror or comedy? Comedy. And for our bonus question, pirates or sundowns? Neither. I'll go with chloroform based on the past 10 years. It's fine. All right. I make little Remember that mental note? (laughs) (laughs) You're actually making Madam Chair more happier than me, but it's fine. Uh, (laughs) Remember that mental note that we asked you to, to make at the beginning of the interview? Now. Yeah, we are here now. So <laughs> yes. So all right, Zolani, you are you're in the space. You may ask your question, my brother. Hello, can you hear me? Loud and clear, carry on. Uh thank you, Cock. Um good evening to everyone. Uh Molosis Mbo. Greetings. Unjan. I'm the right to Papa Wena. I'm the right number counter. Um the Funubus are like um like you've worked with many ex-professionals and, and, and football players. Like, what advice would you have to them? Um, like the, the ones who are currently playing now, as how to transition from playing and um, pivot their careers if they want to go into like TV and be analyst and and so forth. Learn the game, hey. Um, it's all good and well to to play the game, but learn how it how it functions how it works why you're doing certain things you know because you know you could be doing something because your coach told you to but you don't quite know why you're doing it so uh, learn to ask the questions but the biggest thing especially if you want to pivot into broadcasting put in some effort or speak to somebody and get some media training because a lot of footballers tend to not want to speak but if you're going to analyze, you have to speak. You have to be able to articulate yourself. You have to be able to um, put your point across. So if you are unable to speak, you are putting yourself at a disadvantage. So go get media training. Be friends with broadcasters. And ask questions. That's the biggest thing. Ask questions. Thank you. All right. Um, thank you. Thank you, Zo. Don't forget, guys, any question that you have. Hashtag Lekokola Space will be able to check it out and read it out loud. And uh, sorry, Austrolo's DMs are uh, open. You may ask your questions right inside the DMs. Kulumanko, uh, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing your name right, but it's Mr. Ngozi. I would like to apologize if I've butchered your name. You may ask your question. Ngozi? Danger. I'm going to have to move on. Uh, your mic is muted, Ngozi. I think that's, yeah. You please unmute. Yeah, thank you. You may ask your question. Okay. Uh, Looks like we've lost Kumango. Uh, uh, yeah, all right. Let me, let me come to the DMs quickly. Um, Quick, so I have yeah. a question from uh, Lebo Morena who says, Hi, Tolo. A question to Mpo. Will she carry on with the women in sports sessions? And I think she should because I attended one and it was very helpful for me. And I believe it would benefit a lot of young girls there. And I just want to add that she has been my, she has been a fave of mine since, uh, I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Uh, manage and throws. Menage and... <laughs> You see, you see. 
and moving to my favorite thing uh being sports just made me love her more also i'm happy because i think they're speaking about that space where we hosted you ne? yes um besides the space where you hosted me um they are talking about the women in sports sessions that i used to do um yeah i i'm finding ways of moving that around um because i i thought that i could do it as a space thing but i see ladies actually want it to be the networking session that it was so i've got something in mind uh, i just need to have a conversation with my business partners and we see what we can do but it's definitely coming back when you do it oh no never <laughs> never that i mean i've i've seen quite a lot of the ladies who used to come to the women in space sessions uh, uh women in sports sessions and how they have grown in the industry some of them have become broadcasters some of them are actually commentators so i am i'm very proud of my women in sport alumni they're just amazing all right cool um ngozi i see you back kumani i'd like to apologize but yeah ngozi was was first in line Oh sorry for the network my my network has a problem so yeah what i wanted to find out is that Ngozi ai kune ngozi da is it not possible for right. you to text his question Yeah 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 I think he, just rather rather put it on the timeline cast your question Funani <laughs> you may ask your question who is in Ngozi now <laughs> Am I audible Coco it's been a while man Yeah you are you are clear you are you are clear carry on You Kumani can, can I answer I'll be back now All right cool we have to move on Okay Mpo So there's a question uh, on the timeline and it's a it's the elephant in the room. Uh it's from Utando ta 50. He wants to know that oh let me just reverberate him so that I don't you know I don't misquote him. He says ask her why does she like taking shots at Kaiser Chiefs and then when their fans react uh, she blocks us. You know here's the thing about Kaiser Chiefs supporters. Kaiser Chiefs supporters think I'm my husband. I'm not my husband. We're two different people. Uh so because they have an axe to grind with him having left Kaiser Chiefs, they think that I need to bear the brunt of that and I need to not say anything. First and foremost, I speak about every single team within the PSL. Yet for some weird reason they choose to always hone in on what I say about Kaiser Chiefs and it's for that very reason that I very rarely speak about Kaiser Chiefs lately. but they wouldn't see that because they're always looking for me to talk about Kaiser Chiefs. But here's the thing. Um, hey. So No, interesting. Carry on. Yeah, so I I, I have I Yeah, Chiefs against Chiefs. It's just another <laughs> one of those PSL teams that make up the 32 teams that PSL. So I don't have an ax to grind with you. I thank you my dear i don't give a damn <laughs> you're a team you know what i mean yeah. all right spicy spicy as always spicy but, uh, but yeah that's it mm. the blocking of people I mean are people who interact with me with respect i will never block you because you're interacting with me from a respectable place but if one you are going to be disrespectful you're going to take pot shots at me you're going to drag my husband into what i'm talking about then i won't block you because at that point you are disrespecting me 
So how I will block you because at that moment I'm protecting my peace. I get tweet on your behalf. So I will block you. <laughs> I I I knew I knew uh, the answer would have some heat in it, so that's fine. It was expected. Hence, I I had to you know there was a preamboniana when we were launching the space to say, this is what's gonna happen. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's another question that I'd like to ask, and it's 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 rather it's a more serious question. It's not affiliated to teams, but more your career. So there's a, remember there was a time where there was a Glimshelele gate and I'll call it Glimshelele gate because that's when the public broadcaster and, you know, the world of sport where the public broadcaster pretty much had a problem with people that worked for them having two contracts and uh, where they felt that you can't jump into the other one if you were that, you must just stay. And, you know, Mr. Marawa was in the center of that whole thing. Has it ever affected you as your, your career? Bearing in mind that you are moving between the two, the two well, platforms. Fortunately, it has not. I mean, as it is, I currently hold a contract with the SABC and SuperSport. Um, so no, fortunately for me, it hasn't. It hasn't affected me at all. Um, and when I say I hold a contract for, with both, I am contracted to the SABC as the voice of SABC Three, and I am contracted with SuperSport as a sports broadcaster. So for me, it's 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 never been an issue. If they were to call and say, come back and do radio, I would go back and do radio. You know, as long as um, my 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 superiors at Supersport are okay with it, I've got no issues. <laughs> All right, cool. Funani, you have your hand raised up. You may ask. Okay, uh, can, you, can you hear me? Can you, me? Can yeah, you hear me? Yeah, carry on. Get into your question. Mine is not is not even a question. It's a it's a comment. I mean, uh, she has made me fall in love with her, man. But she must just unblock me, man. I'm 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 I'm, I'm I've been blocked for I think two years now, and I've been asking people to unblock me. But uh, the way she, I've <laughs> I've been in a lot of spaces with her, and uh, I think it's women in sports. Yeah, she she she's doing a thing. I just want to say big ups to her, and she's made me realize that uh, I've cho- I, I chose a wrong career because I always watch TV and I, I envy her when she's like uh, interviewing those uh, lots of my crushes like. Uh, men of the match and I, 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 she makes me want to okay thanks a lot man um, she must continue doing what she's doing I, I really love her man thanks a lot but Funami you're not blocked on my side or did you create another account oh you know me but you're not blocked <laughs> we, 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 We'll talk in DMs. Funami <laughs> <laughs> oh. is very much starstruck, hey? <laughs> but also, now it's one, Katla, your priorities are clear. Number one, your peace. Number two, your bread. When are you got me? You got me. <laughs> Yeah, um, let me let me read uh, questions in the DM. Uh, oh, this is a strange one, but anyway. Uh, it says, hi, Madam Che, kindly ask Mpo if she's Christian. If so, when does she go to church? Because she normally works during the weekend. I am not a religious somebody. Um, I've actually been very vocal about the fact that I don't do church. Um, I don't believe in religion. 
but with that said i respect people's choices um so if you that's what you believe i respect that but i'm not a i'm not a religious person so i i don't do church but i pray i know there is a god um and i believe in a higher power okay let me read right. the last dm uh that says uh but i think you sort of answered this one also because i asked you a similar question that says coming up into the industry especially um as a female sportscaster from when you started to date what are the challenges or doubts that you have encountered and how have you seen yourself grow um i think i think the yeah, second part is answered part right? i did yeah. answer but in terms of the doubts i mean in the beginning especially as women broadcasters all of us were sort of doubted our our knowledge of the game was questioned our ability to be able to articulate ourselves was questioned um you know at 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 a point where i happened to marry a footballer that was also questioned for is that the reason i'm in sports broadcasting i'm like no he found me here but those are just some of the challenges that one faces um the you being questioned your ability being questioned you having to justify why you're in the room all the time that has been really really challenging for me but i think i'm now at a point where if you are still questioning my abilities hi na basi ishifile iyahamba lele motolena iyahamba you either get on board or usala ko morago but i am no longer justifying my presence in the room already um with that said i think it's time for me to take the speaker i've been waiting for his request finally he did eh mamposa Peter Brakox eh uh, you know what to do eh uh, awesome uh, podumela you can block chiefs people it's okay it's okay we understand the pin at the bottom of the league mara moving forward eh uh, you seem to have a particular liking of pronouncing people's names right one thing that uh, i've noticed is the pronunciation of names it seems some, to be something that you you like to do where does that come from and my second one having hosted the luris which is every sports fanatic's dreams can you just take us through those that experience those would be my two questions uh, i'm willing to be the manager of blocking and i'll start with tando <laughs> let's not block people in jail uh with no justification the pronunciation of names um i have a thing for pronouncing people's names because my own name as simple as it is uh, i'm sure as we share a name you would relate it's been butchered so many times and it just irritates me so i've made it, it it's i think it comes from that um having yeah just having had my name butchered so many times i i try my level best to pronounce people's names the way they should be pronounced um the I'm, i am assuming when it comes to the lorries you're talking about the laureus awards um i did not host them but i did attend in monaco um as part of the group of people that were taken there by um mercedes germany and that was just an experience and a half and i absolutely loved being in a room with your jokovic's of this world your lewis hamilton's of this world and that is an experience that you know any sports broadcaster would love to have and yeah 
I, I, I enjoyed every single moment of it. Would I do it again? Yes. In fact, I'm waiting to go to the next one. <laughs> so yeah, the experience was amazing. And also it's happening in Monaco, which is one of the most beautiful cities where I've never felt so broken my entire life was just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Joe Black, you may ask your question, my brother. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, my leader. Uh, so good evening, everyone. But the second one, okay, okay. The first question is uh, what's your favorite uh, artist or your genre of music? And the second one is that um, a while back you, um, I don't know, retweeted or shared the joke that uh, may seem to have offended a certain group of people. So my question is, how did you handle the backlash from that group of people? And did you um, take any steps to atone? Thank you. Um, when it comes to that particular situation, let me start with that. I, I did apologize. I did delete the tweet and I did apologize. And I also made mention of it even on radio. Specifically also because I was working for somebody who belongs to that particular group. So I've, I've made mention countless times that it was a learning moment for me. And I feel that that's why sometimes I don't, I don't like the cancel culture. Because I feel like we sometimes don't give people an opportunity to grow and to learn from their mistakes. So for me, that was a teachable moment. And I've, I've said countless times that I, I did apologize and I was wrong. And I'm happy that I was called to order for it. Um, when it comes to music, um, I, I love all kinds of music. I don't listen to one particular kind of one particular genre of music. Um, but I tend to gravitate award a lot towards alternative music and um, what was called white music while we were growing up. That's my go-to. And yeah, that's what I love more than anything. All right. Uh, Joe, I hope your answer got... Uh, sorry, your question got answered. Uh, Tati, uh, <laughs> welcome. He's, this is the Casa Chiefs fan that was telling you to block. But yeah. Solid gentleman, solid, solid. Ask your question. Uh, hi, Mbo. How are you? Greetings. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. No, no, I wanted to say to the Adam Paul that I've already been blocked. So his job awesome is, job. <laughs> his awesome job, job. Is safe. <laughs> no, um, Mpo, we, we, we share a birthday, me and you, uh, 22nd of September. So then, um, how can you be mean to me? How does this make sense? I was, not, I, I, I was not mean. I was defending my team. I was not Ooh. mean. Uh, <laughs> Look at you now. Look at you now. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. But, but what I wanted to, to say, um, to me, like you correctly said, you know, your piece is important. And and I do think if, if blocking people, you know, brings you that piece, I think you should continue with it. You should do it. Um, however, I wanted to correct something that you said um, in terms of in terms of Kezashi's fan having an issue with Urainelo to say that 
because he left Shiva and we have some maybe issues with that. I want to say that we like we don't have issues with 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 that. And Urenelo has been one of the players that left Kaiser Chiefs and has still has shown so much respect to Kaiser Chiefs, to Kaiser Chiefs fans, well. even when we and even when we when he left when he left Kaiser Chiefs, um, I don't think yeah, fans were not not upset, were sad. Not that they were upset, they were sad that he had left Kaiser Chiefs. And there's so much respect towards him. Um, I think we had a space here with him this other time where we spoke for two hours and we were cut. And it was just fun. So I don't I, I don't think Kaiser Chiefs fan have an issue with 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 Urenelwe. And that's all, that's what I wanted to correct. However, but the other parts where people Tando, are wait, can are we correct. pause? Can we pause? Please. You okay. say Kaiser Chiefs fans don't have an issue with Renelli and how he left. But guess what? That's literally how I'm always being attacked. You have issues with Kaiser Chiefs because Chiefs fired Ka- fired Renelli. That's what I get all the time. So that's where my experience comes from. So you might not have said it, but that's what your counterparts say all the time. Okay, okay. Can I apologize on their behalf? I blog. Yes, yes. <laughs> you can block them, but we can uh, we can still accept our apologies, but still block them. It's fine, it's fine. But we love we love Renelo and Ampo. We really do. I don't think there's any fan Kaiser Chiefs fan that, that doesn't love U- Urenelo and what he has done for Kaiser Chiefs. Thank you very much. Mo. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Tony. Uh thank you. Uh you, you I hope Umpo will accept the apology. Uh I see there's another request from Cheeks. Cheeks, I'll, I'll, I'll accept just now, now. Uh, Mpo, Tulu, do we have any questions, sorry, on the DMs? Tulu? Madam Speaker. Madam Speaker is, is not here. So, yeah, we'll we'll try and, 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 and get her. I'll ask you, ask. Cheeks, uh, you, <laughs> you, you want to ask another ask? Yes. Mpo? Uh, question All as right. a broadcaster, uh, simple. Hey, Lukaku. Uh, you find that you guys know a lot of information before you do with teams, and in South Africa, there seems to be a thing of people not saying certain things about certain teams. How do you control that? Of you know the information, but you know what to say and what not to say because if you speak against certain teams like Chiefs and uh, the senior citizens of Orlando, it may not go good for you, uh, but you guys sit with that information. How, as a broadcaster, do you manage that flow of information from your side? To be honest with you, um, from my point of view, and I'll speak for myself, I'm not a journalist. Therefore, if I get to know certain sensitive information, it is not my place to talk about that. That's where the Dianis of this world and Far Post will come in. So for me, my duty is to interview the coach, interview the players, get their point across and keep it moving. It is not my place to break the stories. So I don't know if I'm answering your question. No, 100%, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Madam Chair, I see you back. Uh, welcome back. Any questions that we have? DMs, timeline? Uh, thank you, Cox. Sorry, man. Network uh, lawyer, uh, but we don't have anything in the DMs or on the timeline. Uh, all right, cool. 
Chicks, you're a Kaiser Chiefs supporter. I have a feeling you're going to be defending Kaiser Chiefs, but let me not make assumptions because we all know what happened. You may ask your ask. Uh, thanks, Cop. No, I don't want to ask anything. And I don't want to talk about Mpoli Tulonyan. I want to talk about Mpoma Boy, the YFM, our generation. The one who kept us, the one who kept us, the one who kept us entertained with DJ Fred. The most amazing mm. super breakfast team in on radio. People are seeing Umpo now on TV and they are seeing they are appreciating her maybe as Mpoli uh, Tulonyan. I don't want to even talk about her. Uh, she's an amazing, amazing, amazing podcast. Some of us uh, from Varsity days, uh, when we started working, these are the people who kept us on the road in the morning when we were going to the plantations. And thank you, Mpo. And mm. seeing you grow in, uh, in stage and moving from uh, one stage to the other, we keep on following you. And sometimes we thought, I can lose the loom for my Yukuluma and I power fan, a woman nine, you know, and we see you back into our screens and I appreciate you. I don't want to talk about Kaiser uh, Chief uh, because I know we can support the Chief and I also appreciate you to uh, your marriage to our leader, you know. So don't listen to the noise. Maybe sometimes we speak out of the place of hate because Ukhamba Wali Polonyan. Uh, had a lot of us, and it was not mm. his decision. It was, uh, I, I'm saying, uh, it is, it, it had a lot of us more to let him go. So, if mm. if you get if you catch him a straight bullet, run with the punches, it comes from a place of love and hate. Uh, you, 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 we, we love you, we appreciate your work, we see what you are doing, and keep growing. You must continue to just keep on growing. We see your way. Bravo, my chief. Thank you. Bravo, bravo. Hey, Mpo, would you like to respond to that? Hey, what do I say to that? Okay, let me let me concentrate on the first bit. Uh, thank you so much for the kind words. And it's nice to know that I have made some form of an impact in people's worlds, in people's lives. It's nice to know that I have people who I've grown with. So I really, truly appreciate your kind words. Um, it means a lot to me. Uh, and you're part of the reasons I, I would wake up in the morning and want to go to work. So thank you for those kind words. The other part, I, I'm even here. It's fine. No, we, we, yeah, no, we can, we can leave the other part. It's not necessary. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, you know, when, when Chick started talking, I... I, I, like I was so shocked because because I had assumed that he was going to speak about his team and can't yeah no you know DNA is DNA he had to revert to <laughs> to default setting and talk about his team but it's fine um Paul, we've we've actually come to the end of our chat uh, and you, you know one last question I, in the DM sorry to interject oh let, let's ask him Paul, if we can squeeze it in because we yes you we, may we're living on borrowed time yes you may I, yeah. I I'm not All sure right. if I'm still audible because it's raining hard here so yeah. if I'm still audible yes we can continue all right cool uh shoot all right um I was impossible. this is a question from zalani who says uh do you have any funny stories of working with the late shakes kumran oh you know here's the thing man i never got the opportunity to really work with shake kumran 
but I had the opportunity to call him a dear, a dear friend of mine and he was hilarious like when you are with shakes you 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 could never get bored you know shake and and that one thing I loved about shakes he spoke he spoke from the hip you always knew where you stood with shakes you always you never doubted anything about him so yeah I I I miss him to bits I loved him to bits and yeah we lost a good one we really really lost a good one and yeah but unfortunately I never had the opportunity to work with him with that said uh let me take this moment and request that we have a 10 second moment of silence for the late shakes kwani if you may allow uh, awesome let's May his soul rest in peace. Quality, quality, gent. Um, yes, we've come to the end. We've come to the end of our chat. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. <laughs> Do you have any parting shots before I I go to Madam Chair? Parting shots. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it is refreshing to be in a space and to do an interview that is solely about me, that is not necessarily about my husband. So I appreciate you for that. Thank you. Um, I appreciated having to be in a space that is about getting to know me, not necessarily just for the sports broadcaster. So thank you for that. Um, and yeah, well researched. <laughs> well researched. Uh, you threw me with a couple of curveballs. So I'll take my hat off to you for that as well. But I think I see the culprit in the space. I think I know uh, who it might be. But yeah, thank you. Thank you so very much. I had a I had a great time and thank you for all the questions as well. Um I appreciate them as well. I can confirm that if you if you seeing the culprit in the space then you are way off the mark. Really? So yeah, correct. Madam Chair, uh, you, anything that you'd like to say to Paul? Thank you so much Cox. Um I thank you so much for joining us um this evening. You know, I see so much of myself in your story. Uh we continue to draw inspiration from you, from your story, from everything you've gone through and thank you so much for always being willing to actually come into these spaces and have a chat with us on my end it's always always lovely having a conversation with you um definitely not the last so thank you very much uh and Cox I appreciate you having me as your co-host this evening thank you to you too I was never going to have this space without you. I know how much of a fan you are and how, you know, you really value Mpo's input and Mpo's journey in 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 podcasting. So, I was never going to deny you that opportunity. Uh, Mpo, thank you very much for what you do. Thank you for being you. Thank you for the wisdom. Thank you for the talent that you've shared with the country. Thank you for being so awesome. From all of us as fans, we'd really really like to thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody who joined us in this space. Thank you so much for the platform, Legoko. Much appreciated. Chief's blog. Yeah. <laughs> about her, and I'm looking forward to having you guys next week. We're going to be carrying on with our chat about Bakai. We we spoke about that where we're going to be focusing on our legends and where it is that they are and what it is that they're doing at the moment 
So I'd like, I'm looking forward to hosting you guys on Tuesday. Be on the lookout. Zolani is going to be giving us perfect artwork as usual. So be on the lookout for that. With that said, it's been a great evening and I hope everybody's enjoyed themselves and they've learned as much as I did about this wonderful human being that we've had here. Remember to treat the people that you love right. Have a great evening. Yes, yes. <laughs>